this totally irresponsible parenting? Not according to the Internet. Where on the Internet? Dax, it's time for your bath. But I missed my show. Don't argue with me, you man. Just do it. This is our dad. I'm the professor. Yeah, he made us in his laboratory by accident. Don't worry, professor. I was an accident, too. You're my children, and I love you, but you're all terrible. Uh, am I going next? You're going next. Yep. Okay, I can talk about myself and set up a Facebook page while at the same Multitasking. time. Wow. Wow. I can't. This do is that. this is why I started a dad blog. Because <laughs> you can parent while you're Because I can parent while, while blogging. Media. Ah. Actually, no, I can't do both. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I can do both. You can parent and blog at the same time. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, James. Well, you're listening to the second episode of Geek Parenting Podcast. Sorry, that was my best, like, deep voice. <laughs> In a world. <laughs> In Sorry. a world where podcasts reign supreme and parents are at their wits' end. Dun dun dun. Geek Parenting Podcast. God, I hope we don't use that as an intro. Stand against all odds. That'd be awesome. That's the best opening ever. Just have that and people like, what the hell am I listening to? Yeah, you well, you're listening to Geek Camp Parenting Podcast, episode number two. Two. Um, to where, and we will we'll get to know our co-host James, your nerdy at-home dad. Doesn't everybody already know James? I feel like everybody knows him already. Yeah, well, we're going to get uh, to know him better. 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 Two truths, one lie? Mm, maybe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Mike Tui, the, uh, your barista of State Street at Watchtower Cafe. And we have with us the, uh, the infamous nerdy at-home dad. Yo. And Dr. Sarah. Hello. Hey. Hey. Uh, How's it going? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I'm waiting for this caffeine to kick in. Yeah, me too. I missed you guys since last episode. Oh, man, it's I been know. forever. What are you guys drinking? Uh, I am having, well, I wanted to call it the uh, the Deadpool, but oh, <laughs> it's it not the, legal. It is the Daredevil. I'm having the Daredevil because it sounded good and it's delicious. It's basically uh, Red Bull, Red Velvet, Italian Deliciousness. Soda. Oh, so good. So if you don't like coffee but you want caffeine. I love it. I drink it all the time. I have a problem. Literally drinks it all the time. I literally drink it all the time. Well, let's pick up where we uh, left off last time. And instead of asking Sarah questions, we will ask James. I feel like we should have that getting to know you song. Getting to know you. Nope. Nope. We we can't afford that song. We can't afford the rights. We're a podcast. We have fair use rights. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. So, James, give us a back, some background on you. Background who about me. You? Who am I? Who is James? That is, like, the most meta thing I've thought, had to think about today. Um, I, I have a blog, Nerdy at Home Dad. Uh, I have a four-year-old son who I refer to as Jay on the Internet. Um, I've been married for 10 years. Um, Congratulations. I'm, yeah. I'm 30. Mm-hmm. So I got married young. Yeah. I got married when I was 19. Young. So my wife is only 18, and no, we didn't get married because she was pregnant. <laughs> we just got married because we liked each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Disliked. 
Yeah, just like each other. Just like each other. And well, you know, that's a Utah standard. Well, maybe. we're from Colorado, though. Oh. Yeah. Uh, it's the Colorado standard. It's Colorado standard. Mm-hmm. Colorado standard. You just get married and you hope it works out. Really? No. Is that how it is? Uh, my parents are divorced. Oh. So. <laughs> uh, I but, didn't make it past uh, nine years. In see, my marriage. The, like I, I have friends who like. I see that are getting divorced and like mm-hmm. they didn't make it to the ten. I'm like, no, I, didn't, I made I it to the ten. I, that's not that's easy. like a yeah. high five Once right there. Once you make it to the ten, I think you're set. Yeah, I mean, because then I, like, well, unless I, I do have big problems. Like yeah. I, I snore like a lot. I'm surprised cool. that she's put up with ten plus mm-hmm. years of snoring. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I've been married for ten years. Uh, I went to, I graduated. Uh, well, I have my associate's degree in general studies. Oh, I do too. And I've dropped out of college like three times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I studied audio engineering at UVU for nice. a few years. Um, I, uh, as you two have uh, said in episode one, you both went to Weber State. Mm-hmm. Uh, you went for a year. For, yeah. I went for a summer for a certificate mm-hmm. that I didn't even get Weber because State. I great, test great, horribly. Great. Um, but yeah, we uh, so. My wife's a graphic designer. We're originally from Colorado, and sh- we moved up to Utah because she um, was accepted into BYU's graphic design program, which is an amazing program. Uh, they have a lot of amazing graphic designers that come out of there. And uh, we moved up to Salt Lake. She got a job up here, and we've been in Salt Lake for... Seven years? Mm-hmm. Nice. Seven, yeah, seven years. How do you like it here? I love it. I mean, like, when we first moved up to Utah, uh, we I remember talking about it and be like, I don't know, we're going to have to move back as soon as we can because I don't know if I'm going to like Utah. It seems like it's going to be really like crazy town. I and have a love-hate relationship with Utah. Yeah, it's like, you know, so we lived in Provo for two years. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. And it was fine. I mean, like, you know, we... Uh, we liked it down there. We it was pretty cheap for us to live down there. Um, but then, even like when she, my wife was like, "I want to move up to Salt Lake," I was like, "Oh God, it's like this is gonna be terrible." It's like the crime is probably worse no, up there. Salt Lake and is amazing. I wish I lived in Salt Lake. Yeah, no, we uh, so we got in a. My wife wanted to do like the downtown living in a big city, and I was like, the biggest city we're gonna live downtown in is, is Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you we don't want to live in downtown Ogden. Yeah. No. No way. No. I, I, it's pretty big for a small city, though. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what that's what I love about it is like so, because uh, you know, growing up in Colorado, everybody just everybody in rural Colorado just dreams of getting to Denver or Fort Collins, <laughs> and then you get there and you're like, oh, this place is too big. You can't you, like you still can't see the mountains even though you live like right next to them. Mm-hmm. And here, you know, from our house, it takes 20 minutes to get to Park City, 25 minutes. And so, like, we moved up here, and I just fell in love, and I don't see us ever leaving. Nice. Like, I see us as Utahns for life now, so. Yeah, I uh, I grew up in Utah County. I went to Orem High School, and I lived in Provo for a long time, for years, and uh, I hated, I hated everything about Utah, like, from the time that my parents moved us here, uh, all the way up until until the point where I moved to Salt Lake, and then I then I started loving it. Like I love Salt Lake. In fact, I I think there's a very big difference. There's a clear line between Salt Lake City and the rest of Utah. Oh yeah, I you know I live up in the Ogden area and I yeah. commute every day for work and I love I work right in downtown right right in the Galavan Plaza and I 
love being downtown. It's yeah. amazing. The so restaurants and get, get to go to a bar at lunchtime. Well, yeah. Then, yeah. There's yeah. a bunch of them all over the yeah. place. Yeah, there's one right across the street from where I work. It's yeah. amazing. And then Thursdays around the Galvin Plaza area. Food isn't truck. There? Food truck Thursday. Food truck Thursday. Mm, oh, man. Mm. I love me some food truck Thursdays. You know, up up so by my house, um, we live in Holiday, and there's a food truck park. Yeah. And there are food trucks there every single day except for Sunday. Oh, Sunday. So every, oh. like, couple nights ago <laughs> I was just I was in a bad mood and uh, I was sitting by Corey on the couch and I was like oh, I want food truck she's like all right let's go got up walk food truck right there See, that's what I, th- I think people don't realize about Salt Lake City being in Utah and what they know of Utah they don't realize that there is a huge counterculture here in Salt Lake yeah. of geekdom and you know you know LGBTQ friendly you know community and mm. People don't realize that they just hear the bad stuff. I think a lot of times about Utah, and, and don't hear all the good stuff that comes out yeah. of out of the state. Yeah, yeah, for sure. If you're a geek, if you're nerdy, this is a good place to be. It is. Solid yeah, comedy like, is amazing. Oh yeah, I mean like, um, so like growing up, I uh, I loved like comic books. I love. We uh, collected the X Men card. Like so, you know when. Uh, they had the uh, 90 fleet, or is it fleet? The trading cards? Yeah. Uh, I think it was, might have been, it was either fleet or tops. I think it was fleet. Might have fleet, fleet. I have a whole bunch of those. Fleet 92s. Yeah, I have a it bunch of them. It was the X-Men. They had like all, and it was pretty much all Marvel, but you kind of had, you kind of just did it because the X-Men show was so popular at the time. Yeah. Uh, we had a trading card place it was called uh uh baseball bobs <laughs> where they did they they did mainly sports memorabilia and stuff but he had the occasional comic books he had there was another comic book store called three c's uh three c's they uh they were cards comics collectibles mm-hmm. um they were the place to get like magic the gathering <laughs> uh they were the place to get like older comics yeah. like back issues uh he really didn't get in like a lot of new stuff so like Everything I read was things that like were new when my dad was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, Baseball Bob's got a new comic every so often, um, but they did carry like the Marvel cards. Mm-hmm. So we had, I think, my brother, my older brother, still has the binder that has all of them. Oh, cool! And I think my and this is this is like our most prized like geek possession is just the page of x-men because that was my favorite page i was like oh my god you have everybody fighting magneto in the middle and you're just like i love this i'm and then like what i loved about it too is like you look at the back of the cards and they have stats on everybody so like that's where you find out that's where the first time i found out that wolverine's only supposed to be like five three and so i was like oh my god my dad my dad short i'm probably gonna be short when i get older so there's my superhero wolverine is my guy Mm -hmm. um but yeah, so we ha- we collected those cards. Um, I like my high school was pretty like it was small. Like everybody in my class got along, but there was still like bullying and stuff that happened. And so I was one of the kids that kind of like hid my geekdom so I wouldn't get bullied. Kind no, of I did thing. that too. All through uh, high school. God, I was lucky then. I didn't, we didn't have to hide our geekdom, geekdom at all. Well, like, I didn't have to hide we were it geeks. either, but I did. Yeah, it's, I have it's, a story about it. <laughs> I have a very, I have a very good reason. Anyway, you can tell us. But yeah, like we, uh, so like I hid my geekdom for a while, and I wrote a blog post about bullying once, and I, you know, I had to, uh, I faced the fact that 
in order to not be bullied, I kind of would bully along with the bullies. And in that blog post, like, you know, I apologize to anybody from my high school that I bullied. I apologize for um, all the mean things that I ever said and did in high school. Um, but, yeah, so that's my high school life. And then, yeah, dropped out of Sorry, college. I was half listening because I was, had to stop my kids from having a pillow fight. <laughs> Many I, of the, one of, the, one of the only things that cannot happen at Watchtower. The eye of disapproval. Well, it's just that they're fighting with the, the Avengers pillows, and I'm worried that they're going to rip. And, and those are amazing pillows. They are amazing. You, you should just come down they're to Watchtower Earth's Cafe pillows. and check out these pillows. Get a daredevil, grab a pillow. And don't pillow fight with don't it. Don't pillow fight. Just, just cuddle with, with it. it. Yep. I grab the uh, Black Widow one every now and then. Oh, oh, I have the best dreams when I, I have I that one. I had Thor over there. When I was sitting over there earlier, I had Thor with me. So, Or uh, the, the one that, uh, the first one I cuddled with was Cap. Cap is the <laughs> and best. And the only reason why I cuddled with that one is because uh, my son and I had the opportunity to meet Cap. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, isn't a, he amazing? Oh, uh, he smells so good. Wait, you asked he was amazing. Yeah, he is amazing. But he does smell good. He, uh, he, he, he smells amazing. He smells, he smells as good really as he good. looks. <laughs> and he, when you're when you're standing right next to him, it's like, <sighs> at least for us ladies. Oh, for the gentlemen too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Captain America. But yeah. Um, so you grew up geeky. Uh, yeah. My the first comic book that I ever saw. Uh, my dad had it was one of the jumbo size comics, the yeah. uh, double size. Yeah. And it was uh, the cover on it had. Ra's al Ghul standing over Batman, what? Batman's lifeless body, and Ra's al Ghul with the sword. Yeah. And that was the first comic book that I remember, like, thumbing through and looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember, <laughs> I remember as a kid thinking, like, oh, my God, comic books are amazing and violent. Yes. Because I remember thumbing through, and then, like, one of the first panels is Robin jumping through a window and just getting blasted by all these guns oh, on all these sides. And you're just like, wait a minute. This isn't Adam West Batman. This no. isn't the Batman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so, like, we grew up watching, like, all the shows, all the old shows. That, um, we watched The Incredible Hulk. We watched uh, all Lou the Batmans. Lou Hulk? Lou Ferrigno oh, Hulk. Yeah. Um, my dad, uh, he was a big Star Wars fan. He wasn't, like, the get into like the eu kind of star wars fan yeah but he really liked the, the movies. movies he uh really probably, liked probably bought you the action figures yeah yeah we had toys uh i was a big power rangers fan mm-hmm. and my parents i love the white ranger oh yeah he's so nice in person too Is he? yeah I, want, I need to meet him he uh story about him real quick he so he comes to comic-con a few times he's yeah. coming again in september so get your tickets Woo-hoo. uh plug for comic-con so if you want to sponsor us too <laughs> but uh we do love Salt Lake Comic-Con. but no um he had gotten uh altitude sickness oh. when he came to comic-con the first time and i had bought a photo op and i tweeted out i was just like oh hey jdf sorry you're sick uh we were really hoping to meet you today but feel better soon we'll catch you one of these days and like 20 minutes later, I got a reply, and he's like, head down to my table. I'm going down to sign autographs. We won't do photo. We won't do, like, the f- professional photo ops where you can take pictures at the table. Oh, that's awesome. And so we went down there, took some pictures, and talked to him for a few minutes. And, yeah, nice guy. Um, 
but yeah, like my parents, they made sure to like, they uh, they kind of they didn't know like a lot about what we were into or stuff. They just kind of nurtured whatever we were into. Um, you know, we had a lot of we had almost we had a ton of gaming systems. We had all the games. Mm-hmm. Uh, we um, pong. You had Pong? No, my my cousin Atari. my cousin's husband had the Atari <laughs> and he had Pong. Um, but like we I remember uh, so I did this uh, thing with a, a friend's blog where he was doing a Q&A with Nintendo yesterday mm-hmm. and they asked what your first Nintendo memory was. Oh man, I Contra. don't know. Contra. Contra well, is mine. Up for down, me. Up down, left, right, left, yep. Right. Yep. <laughs> the Konami code. Yeah. Um but yeah, we have a we have a game genie for all <laughs> games over here. Yeah, I don't remember any of the codes, but sorry to distract. But you have the game I genie. I should bust, bust out the game genie and see if we can hook it out some of the codes. For, yeah, oh, man. For the Nintendo game. We we could play Nintendo games in Watch Tower. So yes, and come ask for the game genie. And and you have a few of my games over here. I have your games. Here. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, sorry, you I didn't play. mean to. Oh no, no, no! You're totally fine. That's um, my first memory is like trying to figure out the game genie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, see, like, my first memory is, well, one of my first memories is uh, we had the regular Nintendo. Mm-hmm. I don't know if any of you remember, either you remember the uh, Olympics game. Oh, Hell yes. Yeah. That had, you had the power pad where you, yes. like, yep. you have three steps. Yep. You had to step you slow, to the you had to jump forward to yep. go faster and yeah. faster. Then you jump off and jump back I on. I remember watching the commercial of the kid, like, in his socks. And yeah. And like, I could do better than that. Yeah, well, like we every Saturday morning we would pull out the power pad, turn on oh, Olympics, man. and it's see who see who get the longest and long jump. Yeah, and my brothers, the long jump. My brothers were cheaters, and I hope they're listening to this because I'm calling them out. You <laughs> cheated, and you know it. They were they they knew my little legs couldn't jump that high, yeah. and like I would get like maybe five feet. But they uh, they would jump off the pad, yeah, 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 and they watch the guy, and then hop back on real quick, <laughs> and they'd get like. 150 feet. It's like, are you kidding me? Nobody could jump 150 feet. And my brother's like, I just did. And it's like, oh, you're a cheater. Cheater. But yeah, like playing that duck hunt. Duck hunt. The gun. I remember turning it sideways when I was oh, four or five. Just ka 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 ka. Gangsta. Kill shot. I, just, I still think someone needs to create a, a game or an app, an emulator of that where you can actually shoot the dog when he's <laughs> laughing at you. Because we all tried like, that, right? No. We all tried shooting I, the dog. It's like, goddamn dog. <laughs> Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Oh, yeah. That was one of my favorites. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> they had that at Gaming Con, too. They did. Oh, it was um, so fun to play that. When they put Little Mac in Super Smash Brothers, mm-hmm. my heart skipped the biggest beats ever <laughs> oh, skipped. It was man. like, oh, I am going to dominate with Little Mac. <laughs> <laughs> and I did. Did you ever have the Power Glove? Uh, no, we did not have the Power Glove. That thing was expensive. I, I really it wanted was like the Power Glove. It $100 or something. We would rent that VR thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, it was all red and yeah. black, and it's like, why, why did we enjoy this? It wasn't a good game. It didn't have anything yeah. good with it. No, and uh, yeah, so we did all that. And then we all had our own Game Boys because we always yeah. fought over them. Uh, yep. So Tetris. 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 The original Tetris. Well, so I didn't get my Game Boy until the Game Boy Color came out. Oh, okay. So like, okay. I played my like I had we had the older Game Boy, but like you're slightly younger, mm-hmm. young, a slightly younger generation. Right. Yeah. So like. Well, my so I didn't get my own personal Game Boy. Like yeah. we had the family Game Boy, which was just the regular, the old like brick Game Boy that yep. could still survive a nuclear blast. But uh, my mom bought me a Game Boy Color for my birthday, 
and it came with Pokemon Yellow. Uh-huh. Nice. So I had myself a Pikachu that I walked around and you know, on that conquered o- all the gyms. The, o- the original Game Boy, that version of Tetris, uh, I think, is the only version that you can play that has an ending yeah. to the game. Yeah. Because I was uh, recently at a corporate job. We were in training. And they were trying to use Tetris as an analogy for, for some, I don't even remember what it was. All I remember was that the trainer was was young girl. Like, she couldn't have been older than, like, 19 or 20. And she was trying to teach teach the rest of us about, and use this analogy about, like, how, who has, who has passed Tetris? And, like, I, of course, I raised my hand. And then I could see her eyes light up. Like, well, no, you haven't, because there is no end to Tetris. And then she went into this analogy of, like, how, People like to play Tetris, but it just has no, there's no point. There's no ending. Right. I was like, um, actually, let me geek explain this to you. <laughs> you know, in the original game, the original Game Boy version of Tetris, and it went off. And, and she argued with me. Well, and it's funny because like, uh, you're like, no. You're like, uh, you have you wrong. seen a cartridge for Tetris? There is no way you could fit. No. In the you 80s, there's no way you could fit that. <laughs> yeah. And then finally, she just decided to move on because she couldn't. No. She, she don't know, man. She wasn't even born yet. Yeah. Excellent. Kids. I know. God. Millennials. Right. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Millennials. I always tell my I tell my friends because like technically I'm an, I'm I'm a millennial. You're like we're on the cusp. Like, well, you're you know, barely. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I read these articles about millennials and I'm like, I'm kind of I kind of act like a millennial sometimes. Well, and it's because like everybody's like, well. Technically, it's from the eight. If you were born in 1980 to now, to yeah. like 90s something, yeah. you're a millennial. It's like uh, something a millennial would say. I was born in 79. That's close enough, right? Yeah. So, but yeah. So I always tell my friends, I'm like, oh, I don't get it's, you, millennials, because I'm the oldest one in our friends group, and they're like, you're a millennial too. It's like not like you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an the older. original was I'm better. A, I'm an older millennial. It's it's an <laughs> attitude. It is. Yeah. So tell us about some of your fandoms. My fandom. So, what's your number one? If you could, yeah. if you had to pick a number one and then go down from there. Number one, I would go. Um, you only get one fandom to like. You can only watch or read or I would go participate Marvel. in one. Just Marvel. Marvel. You're a Marvel um, fanboy. Yeah, and I mean, like, I've loved ever since like the cartoons, the X Men cartoon, the Spider Man cartoon. I love the Incredible Hulk show. I. <laughs> I I even loved the uh, '90s Captain America movies. <laughs> or was it '80s or '90s? '80s, 80s Captain America. I, think it was 80s. I, I owned the, the double 70s, feature on DVD. Nice. Uh, with the clear plastic, bad. the frisbee, frisbee that shield, thing. and the uh, motorcycle that had that you could put the frisbee shield yeah. on the front. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I saw around Salt Lake? There's there's a guy who who uh, restored his motorcycle. With the frisbee, really? No way. Oh my god! It's awesome. I've seen it twice now. I don't know who he is. I kinda, that guy needs I to be my best friend. I see him driving around. I'm just gonna follow him. Follow I need to get. Home, I guy. need to get a sidecar on that and be his Bucky. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, like when I remember when like the first X Men movie was announced. Yeah, I can remember like I think that was the first time I had a geek squeal. Oh, for sure. Because I was like. Oh, X-Men movie and I remember like thinking oh if they do this this you know the standard geek thing mm-hmm. yeah. that you do now I started with that first X-Men movie yeah. because it's like there's no way they could ruin this if they follow 
the recipe of the cartoon. Yeah. And what did they do? They broke my heart. I loved that. Movie. Yeah, you didn't like. It? I don't like what they did to Rogue. Uh, well, uh, I mean, yeah. yeah, that that I, can I was understand. very forgiving of that movie though because for me, I feel like the the first X Men movie that was the that's where it started. That was the turning point for for superhero movies yep. to all of a sudden like that. That's where the bar was raised. Well, because see, every think about every superhero movie leading up to that, they used to they were always they all sucked, they, and I love them all. I have nostalgic like you need memory, to rewatch. You need to rewatch what is the case of the Incredible Hulk with Daredevil and the Hulk. Uh, it was a made-for-TV movie. The Lou Ferrigno one. Lou Ferrigno yeah, Hulk and yeah, Daredevil. I, wa- I remember watching that. That uh, that that was part crap. Part crap. <laughs> Not full crap. <laughs> sure. But no, like I give that to like, X-Men. Like, yeah. That that was the first time that I watched a superhero movie and thought like, oh this my could be good. God, like, yeah, yeah. It. Like. They they answered the question that I used to always wonder when I would read comics. Could they put it on the big do, screen? Do, like, does it How? hurt when yeah. Wolverine's claws come out? And they they asked the question. They answered it. And like things, little things like that. Like, what do what do his claws look like when they come out? And they showed it. Like, yeah, because I mean, it was a it was, fan, it was a lot of fan service for sure. And but the um, it was a good movie. Well, see, and this is the thing. Like, they changed a lot. Since but they do, that, they do that with all adaptations. But I was, I was really forgiving of it, and I was totally okay with all the changes that they made. Since I have now become an adult, <laughs> I've gone nice. back to my thinking, and I realized that, yes, if it wasn't for 20th Century Fox, Marvel would be out of business. We wouldn't be where we're at today. True. Because Marvel sales were so bad in the early 90s that they were declaring bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. And it took 20th Century Fox coming in and saying, we want X-Men. And they're like, okay, whatevs. So they sold the rights to X-Men, and boom, Marvel was back. Then they started selling off other properties like Hulk to Paramount, um, Spider-Man to Sony. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's... If it wasn't for that, we wouldn't mm-hmm. have Marvel well, we Studios. We wouldn't have Marvel wanting to buy or Disney wanting to buy Marvel. Yeah, uh, we wouldn't. Yeah, we wouldn't have the amazing Civil War that we just had in theaters. It is the golden age of geekdom. Yeah, and, and it's what? all attributed to that X Men mm-hmm. movie. And so, as an adult, I can say I was wrong. I still am not a big you, fan of the movie, you but wrong. the I, movie I is important wrong, to geek culture. It's an important movie, yes. in my opinion. Yes, I mean it's just a movie, right? And but uh, I'm I'm curious because you said that you went. I'm kind of changing. Yeah. Or going back to something you said about having to put uh, closet your geekdom. Yeah. Uh, what brought you back? Having a kid. Yeah. Becoming a parent and thinking, uh, remembering how much I loved like the cartoons, how much I loved. Uh, the stories in the comics, um, and just like the camaraderie that you'd feel, like even even though it was a sports memorabilia place, when the comic book would come and your one geek friend would show up, and you'd be like, "Hey, buddy, yeah, getting that new X Men? Yeah, uh, all right." I I used to run into friends at Seven Eleven. Right. Yeah. Where they would they would still have comic books like on the on, on the, the magazine spinner. rack yeah. <laughs> for like fifty cents or whatever it was a dollar. But yeah, having a kid really like 
it made me remember like all the things that I really love. So I started buying comics again. Um, I started reading comics with my son mm-hmm. at a really young age. They seemed to be the one thing that would engage him more. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm a huge advocate for using comic books to teach literacy to Absolutely. kids. Um, uh, even LeVar Burton said that, you know, yeah. get them to read what they can read. What yeah. they're interested and, in. I mean, it doesn't, interested in it something doesn't that matter they like. what they're reading yeah. as yeah. long as they're reading. And I mean, like, so the reason why I say like comic books, in my opinion, have like an advantage is just the uh, format that a comic yeah. book is in. You know, you have the panels, you have different things happening in each panel. So the kid is, in, is focused on what's happening in the panel. Yeah while you're reading them the story. And then as they get older, they're starting to look at the words with the panel um, and with the artwork. And, I mean, I've had, uh, I've had my son say words that I, haven't, I still can't say yeah. as an adult because they're too big and ridiculous. Well, it's, it's like it reopens in it for you as well because I yeah. remember I, I, would, like, I would go to Disneyland as an adult by myself, but taking my daughter... We took her on her first trip when she was three months old, and I have this it's wonderful picture of her with Sleeping Beauty and this three months old, this amazing smile on her face. Right. It just changed the whole experience for me. And now it's very hard to meet for me to go without her because right. that experience is so special now. Right, you know, just yeah. See her and, joy. And that's why like, I'm really excited. Like in episode one, I said that we we're planning on going mm-hmm. to Disney World or. Yeah, Disney World. Disney, Disneyland. Disneyland. Land. California. Yeah, I always get those two mixed up. It's because I've never been. But when, um, you, when you bring your, your kids into the geekdom, it's just, in the fandoms, it's just, yeah. you see new things and you experience new things with them. Well, and like, we see the commercials all the time. This is so, uh, we were lucky enough to go see the Finding, or go see Finding Dory uh, Monday night. And um, they had a big ad for dis- Disney Parks. And every time his big fandom would be Star Wars. Like, mm-hmm. if he had to choose oh. a fandom, it'd be uh, Star Wars. My, yeah, yeah, um, my people. He saw the store, the First Order troopers coming out of the elevator. And just at the top of his lungs, just Star Wars. Yeah. So you need to get him signed up to do the Jedi Training Academy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. for you sure. absolutely yeah. have to have him do that. Yeah, except I kind of feel like he'll be like that one kid who, like, kneeled down in front of Darth Vader. Like, it happens. It happens, and they, they know how to deal that. with it. Yeah. Because they don't that. That would be awesome. But, um, but yeah, like, and, and it, like, being a parent and getting back into your geekdom, man, it, it like, zooms you in so fast like mm-hmm. you're just you just want to be caught up on everything just because you see ex- how excited they are when you get a new issue mm-hmm. like we, we, we we've been reading star wars together and which is a, a fantastic book if you haven't picked it up yet oh man you need to get the trade backs and i'm starting to just like sarah i have no t- not enough time to read yeah. all the things i want man this is this is why i love like every now and then audible does uh they do like an audio comic book where they put like music behind it oh, sound effects and I, I'm not sure I would like that. I listened to part four. I think it was Miss Marvel one. Because part of part the part of the magic of comics for the me art. is the is the visual. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like a visual medium. Yeah, but I mean, like. But you liked it. Yeah, I re- well, and I read the comic book before I uh, listened Marvel to it. Miss Marvel episode one. Yeah, maybe is it meant to be like a you know. I think it's supposed to be like a read, read along, yeah, like those those, those old tapes books, we yeah. Used to have. Which we oh, still. Have. I had the Star Wars one. I listened to that yeah. so many times. Uh, Turn of the Jedi. We have a couple of those. I had a bunch of Disney ones, like yeah. Fox and the Hound <gasps> and, oh, that and the Rescuers. That in the, fact, oh, if I could find those, I wonder if my mom has 
those old cassette tapes of the read it read along Disney books. Oh. We need to do that for family That's geek so hangout family night one night. Yeah, for sure. Well, like I used to go to, sleep, used to, go to sleep on it. Like I, I would these? listen to them so much that I kind of started memorizing. Them. Kids these days to be like, "What is this? Did you where, yeah. where did this come from? <laughs> what is this cassette tape you speak yeah. of?" Yeah, no, and and. That's that's one of the things like we were talking about uh, VHSs and stuff mm-hmm. in the first episode. Um, something I try to do too is like instead of just introducing kids, instead of introducing my son to just like the old stuff, like on Netflix or something. Like you can go on Netflix and watch Fox and the Hound. It's a lot better, in my opinion, to pop in a VHS of Fox and the Hound, mm-hmm. and just that's my favorite movie. That, oh, that, that, that uh, was my favorite. That was my favorite as a kid. I can't watch it now. It, made, um, it makes I me cry. Oh man, I ball. Yep, it was my favorite as a kid. I cannot watch. But that, it now. that's that's the thing for me is like for a for a movie to be considered one of my favorites, it has to emotionally. It has to, yeah, it has to be like an emotional roller coaster, like um, up. Oh God! Mm. No, First no. five minutes of up, you are like. You are ugly crying. That even got my husband fr- crying. Oh man, I don't think I've ugly cried harder in my life than yeah. the first time I movie. saw Up. Toy Story Three had oh, me. Yeah. That had me Toy ugly Story crying. Three. You know, a couple of times. Uh, uh, Finding Nemo. Oh, we watched Finding. Mm-hmm. Becoming a parent and watching Finding Nemo is the hardest thing to do, especially <laughs> yeah. as a father. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no yeah. offense to mothers, but it, if there's something like because it, because it was a, a father looking for his son. son. Uh, any father that has a son just kind of well, and like, identifies. Like really. I was watching, we were watching it Monday before we went to go see Finding Dory, and I was just like bawling, just like I don't know what I would do yeah. if my wife died and my Aww, son was lost. Yeah. Inside Out got me, oh. and I think it's because I've had the, I've had to deal with like anxiety right. issues, and I'm like, oh, these emotions just. It had me, you know, and, and that's the why fact I, that sadness is just as important, yeah. important as happiness. And, and that's why I love, like, Disney, Marvel, um, the even the DC cartoons have a lot that, like, tug at your heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I will say that the end of, uh, dark, like, I wasn't a big fan of Dark Knight Rises. Mm, neither was I. Um, because you had Bane! <laughs> and but, Bane is one of my favorite villains in the comic book. Right. Mm-hmm. But giving him that weird voice it's, and no Spanish accent. Come on, guys. He's Hispanic. Yes. <laughs> but, um... The end when he's flying the, off. No, the end when uh, Michael Caine is like, I'm sorry, I failed you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you I, I was just like, oh, Alfred. But, no, like, uh, if a movie can make me laugh, cry, uh, gut laugh... Mm-hmm. I'm all in. Mm-hmm. Um, Civil War had me all over the place. God, that last, oh, that last final fight scene, my heart, like, I, my heart was physically pounding in my chest. Oh, I could feel man. I'm like, oh, my God, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, because mm. I've read the Civil War comments. Yeah. Like, please, please don't, please. I'm like, break the bowl, break the bowl. Yeah, no. <laughs> but just when, pounding this. When, so intense. Uh, when Tony said, just, just the line, but he killed my mom. Oh, my God. I lost it in the theater. Yeah. Like, my son's sitting next to me. He's like, it's okay, Dad. It's okay. <laughs> and he's like, it's it's a movie. It's it's a movie yeah. on a comic book. It's okay. And I'm like, but he killed his mom. I know. Yeah. yeah. I was waiting for uh, for Captain America to say that his, main, his mom's name was Martha. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of which, did you see the new Suicide Squad poster with Joker? No. He has like something that says Martha on it. <laughs> Shut up, yeah. does he? Yeah. That's oh. Uh, that's funny. 
Uh, awesome. But one more question. All right. What should it be? Uh, maybe what's what would you what's what's the best way that you can describe um, or or the best way that hold on how do you how do you geek parent your your kid and what in in what way or capacity um, I think a lot of it is or what makes um, you a geek dad maybe that's a better question I think what a lot of a it <laughs> a lot of it is trying to find what in the fandom that your kid likes, why they like that fandom, and then bring that out the most. Um, like you guys were talking about Hulk. Um, something that I love that Marvel's done, especially with the cartoons uh, that I teach my son about, is you know they brought Hulk, they were able to uh, give Hulk thought. They were able to make him less uh, of a monster, more less of a rage monster, and more of a person who knows his actions have consequences. Um, but, like, you look at comic books, they have... Uh, there's a comic book that I recommend for all parents to read with their kids uh, that Marvel put out last fall called uh, No More Bullying, mm-hmm. um, which is a big, a huge deal for parents all over the world. I mean, it's not just geek kids that are getting picked on. It's every kid. Almost every kid kid gets some kind of bullying. Mm -hmm. Uh, But what they do is it kind of brings you through. Like, there's a story of Spider-Man about how uh, he was bullied and how uh, when he was given his power, you know, he had thoughts about getting back at his bully, but what would that do? Spider-Man had all this power. Uh, so you have the uh, great power comes great responsibility mm-hmm. quote come in. Um, there's just so much in the comic book realm that you can put towards parenting, even though to be a superhero, it seems like a parent figure has to die. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But there's still you know, a lot of lessons that their parents taught them that they go through uh, that they tell each other about in the comic books that you could bring out as a parent. Um, but yeah, that's. I just look for the things I'm looking for in comic books and put it to work. Yep, that's the way to do it. It is. Uh, tell tell our listeners where to find us on the socials. All right, so social media, we got that set up between the last episodes. We are on Facebook, just a Geek Parenting Podcast. We'll start putting stuff up there. Uh, we are on Instagram at. I already forgot what our username Geek Parenting Podcast. And then we are also on the Twitters Twitters. with uh, Geek Parent Pod, because Geek Parenting was taken. And uh, where can we find you individually, all of us? Me me individually. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Nerdy at Home Dad. Uh, Also, like, you could reach us by, if you want to email stuff to us to talk about or anything, uh, you could email us at geekparentingpodcast at gmail.com. So, uh, me, you can find uh, on Instagram at Doctor of Peace. I'm also on Facebook as facebook.com slash Doctor of Peace and Twitter as The Real Sarah. I also have a blog, runbreakable.com. It's a lot about Disney running, mostly. A little bit about parenting. And uh, you can find me at... 1588 South and State Street at Watts Tower Cafe. If you want coffee, drinks, sodas, we'll make it for you. Boba tea. It is a season for boba teas right now. Yes. 
is hot. Very. It, we're getting our air conditioner fixed and worked on right now because it's so hot. And don't forget to come down every night because you guys have events going on pretty much so every night down here. So, so many events. You can find out more about events on Facebook. Just watch Sour Cafe or uh, on our Instagram or Twitter, all of that. It's all at Watch Sour Cafe. Excellent. Find us. I already went. The sign-off. <laughs> Put that thing back where you found it, or so help me. Get your finger out of there. If you took it out, put it back. And we're done with that episode. Here's some money. Go see a Star Wars.